Hello everyone. Um, welcome to the year 2023. It's been an ex exciting start of the year for me um it's 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 the year where i'm slowing down right <laughs> and then also in slowing down was it's also the idea that i wanted to take a snap like to just revisit some of the things that i did last year i did i did something really new last year which is podcasting and that had fed off or that i started off from my passion for radio um i'd lost the passion for radio for years and then one day i'm like okay you know what if i'm not gonna be on radio i could have audio right and then you know everyone is doing podcasts and this is something i really wanted to try and then i started this it's not for profit it's entirely free um feel free to listen or share with your friends so today i want to talk about two things that i'm passionate about language and marketing and to draw like a direct parallel or a direct line and a direct relationship between language and marketing and why i feel that as long as there's language marketing will always be relevant and as long as there's marketing language will always find relevance um so i'm not a native language speaker of english i'm probably also not a second language speaker of english even though for the purposes of westernization I'm going to say I'm an um I'm going to say that English is a second language but unfortunately it's not my second language it's probably a third language for me um and then there's a fourth language which is Arabic um which I learned to read and write and then there's also um some other there is also some other local languages that I acquired over the years not in its not in entirety but enough to be able to ask basic questions ask basic things uh, so um so i'm going to start that by saying that language is culture language is very cultural language is how we mm-hmm. language is how we translate our mood mm-hmm. language is how we carry through our mood our feelings our emotions our ideas into meanings and how we communicate all of those to the world that's language and then marketing marketing is about people marketing is how we communicate is how we tell people what to buy how we feel what we think our, our products and services can do and choice of choice of words is very important in marketing so, so i'm just going to break it down right so the marketing world mostly revolves around target audience target audience is just marketing these in quotes for people so instead of you know a marketer saying well i'm talking with people they're going to say i'm talking with target audience what they're just saying is that i've um i've put my the people i want to talk to into segments and put them into specific segments so for example broad language you can say i want to target or i want to speak to 22 year olds and then in breaking down that target you could say oh i want to speak to 22 year old females who are in university so you further broken down your people into that specific target audience or target group or you could say oh, i want to speak with 22 year olds who are graduates that's it that's a different segment so it's not just a broad base of 22 year olds so again marketing is about people people target audience um and then your marketing for these people um to choose your product or service 
in a language that they understand so for example the language you use for a 22 year old who has been working for maybe a year is well from the language you use for a 22 year old who has never maybe been educated so the choice of words would entirely be different even though you're technically speaking to the same category of people so that's that's it for marketing so um i remember one time in language class i can't remember what year or what whether it was a language class or even a literature class i wasn't sure i can't say i can't really recall and then the lecturer was talking about how um the english language is is inadequate to in carrying specific meanings for uh, people who have other native languages people like uh, who have other native languages so for example the word sibling in yoruba doesn't technically exist uh because in yoruba you would describe sibling as maybe my elder brother which is you know egmo or aburo or aburo biri that's in again specifying it you know female elder female or my older female or my older sister uh-huh. but that word sibling doesn't exist exactly as sibling in yoruba if you want to do a direct translation the the, the closest you'd get to is children of my parents and so yeah um as a literature as as a literature person or as a literati writing that if i wanted to do like a very you know creative writing of that i wouldn't use oh so my sibling went to school i'm going to say the children of my parents went to and then i'm going to describe it in a way that it carry it's 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 different the meaning of sibling sibling is very functional it's sibling it carries no emotion but when you say the children of my parents parents is emotional because parents you hold them in maybe a certain regard and then when you say the children so it's almost you're 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 translating the feeling of what that is you're carrying a feeling but that feeling is lost when you get into the english language and that was what the lecture was trying to tell us and it it opened my mind it blew my mind because i never thought about english like that for someone like me who grew up being forced to not forced it was almost like everywhere you had to read in english you had to speak in english you had to communicate in english correct grammatically correct english and um for me that that was a whole new um a whole new learning a whole new enlightenment like oh so this this is happening so english is not the almighty almighty of languages english is evolving english is trying to adapt to my own native language so that it can fit my need as a person and that's marketing marketing is about needs it's about identifying what people need and finding the right words to tell them that you actually do need this even though you've not thought about it. That is why you could be searching for a bag on Instagram and then you close your app and you go over to Facebook and you're seeing that same bag chasing you everywhere. There, there is communication between you've communicated you know, what you want or what you're looking for via one app. And then another app has taken that language that you've put in in that different app and try to, you know, modify it in a way that you look at it and say, oh, maybe I really do need to buy it now on this app because it's saying it in a way that I didn't see it in that other app. And so that that's marketing. It's evolution. It's how people change. It's habits. It's behavior. Um, it's people. There's one exciting thing about language or when it comes to marketing. It and its localization 
people see localization a lot of people see localization as translation it's two different things translation is carrying one meaning in one language and you know directly translating into a new language or um you know carrying that meaning into a new language direct translation um however localization is not translation localization is 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 a process of linking something uh, a word indigenous to a particular people changing the meaning of that word in an originating language into a new meaning in that new language so um i'm, I'm trying to find the, the most appropriate word that i could use now um so for example if i want to say uh new right new uh, that's to kneel down in english the word new is kind of like a punishment it's it's um it's almost like why you like you want to punish someone you ask them to kneel but in my native culture when you kneel it's a sign of respect and so again it's one word but they they do totally different things across two languages um or they have totally different meanings across two languages and so localization is that in marketing is adaptation is adapting something for local use and the best the most the most um, appropriate example I could, I could give is google everyone most people across the world today use google and it doesn't matter whether you're spanish or french whether you're german or english or maybe even yoruba you would find google um appropriate and useful you could change your language setting on your phone from english to french and google would you know become a whole french um will become french to you and then i could say oh i don't want to i don't want to use google in french and then i want to use google in yoruba and then you could go to that because again google has localized their services in such a way that across geography across country across culture you could find something that fits your needs as a person and that's the best example i could give for localization however what you would find for other brands like or some brands is direct translation so they take the word and say uh, for example in yoruba we say oh um we say good morning in english and then you get to maybe a language that doesn't have that word that doesn't have a greeting that say good morning and then it changes to oh so i'm, I'm gonna give a perfect example so we say good morning in english but in french is bonjour bonjour doesn't necessarily mean good morning it could also mean hello it could also you know and hello doesn't is not good morning they're two different meanings and so um for for some languages they would translate bonjour into like maybe a hi nice to meet you right in another language because that doesn't exist and then for some brands if what you're using if you're not using like a, a tool that is um if you're not using like a unique tool you'll find that you, what you're doing is translating rather than localizing and then what globalization does is allow you to market one product across several geographies in different localized ways and so like there's like this direct relationship between and again i'll continue to find that exciting there's always this direct relationship between language and marketing and advertising and branding and how we reach out to people and how we speak to people 
and um how we tell people what to buy why they should buy our products why they should choose our products when to buy our products and all of those things at the center of both language and marketing are people 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 are always like center right and that's why for marketing we say oh we have a target group as i said earlier and then in language you say oh these are people target group will be different from people and then in marketing there is the target group there's a consumer and then there's the user the consumer is the person that is buying the product not necessarily the person using the product for example many parents have um i think coco melon on their tv they're not watching it they don't consume it like they're the consumers but they're not the users. they're not the ones watching it. their kids are the ones watching it you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to have coco melon on and then you change the channel your 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 little one is literally going to come come to you like it's almost like oh why are you changing that and that's that's like a key learning why you're targeting you know parents and say oh this show is exciting for your kids is the kids who are eventually watching it so when you're marketing stuff like that you're using the language that the pro that the parents will feel comfortable with emotional language or oh, let your child learn bring out their inner creativity blah 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 all of that but when you're when you're marketing the same thing to the kids you're not saying that you're just showing <laughs> funny stuff and they're all just giggling and laughing so that that's that's the difference so at the root of marketing and language is people and for when you do localized marketing what you end up having is a lot of more loyal customers customers who believe in the course that you're passing the customers who would die for your brand that's why you have oh i mean die hard brand a fan of this brand i love this brand they speak my language they they appeal to my to my personality to my character to my um to my needs oh they're so cool Another example I'm going to give is the word leads, right? When it comes to evolution of language. A few years ago, leads was just a past tense or past participle of the word lights, which means you have bulb in your room. You finally turn on the light and everywhere is lit. Okay. Fast forward to 2022. And the word lead, or as we, 2023 now, the word lead is a whole different meaning. Lead is mind-blowing. It's, it's wow, right? When you say, oh, that show was lit. Everyone, you don't need to tell someone what you mean by lit. They're going to go rushing to go find that show if it's on TV or Netflix or whatever. And so like that, there's a constant evolution because people evolve. And when people evolve, the things around them evolve. The things that surround them, the things that um, revolve around people also evolve. So marketing will constantly evolve. And that means that we constantly have to chase the next knowledge next big thing the next thing that drives people crazy the next curiosity the next enlightenment the next point today there's a lot of internet of things that people are talking about and today a lot of people are saying oh my god my smartphone is so so smart it knows what i want today you could connect your phone to everything in your house and control it from you know maybe a distance or from out of your home and that's all the things that again evolution marketing language allows you to be able to do once you can speak with people in the way that relates and resonates with them they will never leave your brand i hope that in a way i've been able to draw that if you're a non-communicator when i say non-communicator maybe you're not in the communication space i don't mean you don't speak um if you're 
if you're a non-brand person, if you're not a marketing person, I hope that this podcast has been able to kind of draw or tell you why the interest between or tell you why the relationship or tell you the relationship between language and marketing. And for me, who has this interesting um, relationship or background in language, it's always exciting for me to always learn these new things and to practice them because I don't just learn them for learning sake and to put them, oh, I did this. I put them into practice every day. Every day I go to work, there's something new to talk about. There's something to engage about. There's something to argue about. There's something to come to a, a conclusion on. And so I'm going to leave you with this last few words. For linguists, language will always be about the scientific of it or the scientificity of it, breaking it down, deconstructing, constructing, teaching it, rules of grammar, rules of language, sentence construction. But for literatures, for literature students, my God, they say literatures. For literature students, the approach to language will always be human-centric. What emotions or mode or thought am I trying to evoke? And for marketers, it's how do we take these words that have been constructed? How do I take this mood that I've been trying to pass to the consumer or the target audience and make it about my brand, revolve, evolve my brand or revolve my brand around these things and package it in a way that these people are willing to spend their ad and money on. Thank you for coming to my podcast. I hope you have a nice day. Thank you.